morning, Patriots, and welcome to the Patriots Prayer Podcast. I'm your host, Eddie Smith, and I have with me the one and the only Jerry Vegas. Jerry, say what's up to the people, man. What's up? <laughs> what's up? So, anyway, we're uh, we're going to cover uh, a serious topic, actually. Um, we're going to talk about China, and we're going to talk about the influence that China has on our educational system. Uh, and the fact that it just, it's, it's, you know, that the school system is turning out kids from the college level and now from uh, even an elementary school level, uh, as well as a high school level, that are these version of social justice, warrior, Marxist, fascist, socialist, communist kids, and you thought you were eating dinner with your son or daughter, but no, 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 no. Uh-uh. You're eating dinner with your young comrade because these teachers are turning them into little communists. They're teaching them about China and about how good China is and how bad capitalism is. And I'm not making this up. This is on the lesson plan. Uh, they're not allowed by virtue of taking the money offered to the school district to teach on certain subjects, uh, meaning like you can't teach a version of history that shows China in a bad light. This is, well, if you do this, guess what? We're not going to fund you anymore. So guess what they do? And he found out about it, and he exposed it, and he's been fighting against it, and he's been fighting for the liberty and the freedom and the American way and the school system and his state. And this is a blueprint, and it should be a blueprint for anybody watching because this guy is a true patriot. He is, uh, uh, have, have you heard about this story, by the way? Casually. So this guy is, uh, he, he's facing insurmountable odds. Uh, the unions are against him because he's pushing school choice. They know if the parents have the choice to send their child to a better school district, to a better school, that they'll do that. And then when they do, they lose their funding. They lose their power. This is about power, right? Power and money. And these lackluster teachers that don't want to try, uh, that put no effort into teaching your kid, uh, and, and have no standard for uh, the level of education that they bring or zeal to the job, because it doesn't matter. Their job is sealed. They're in the union. They are protected. All they have to do is show up. And this is, this is not what parents want for their children. But year after year, you have politicians promising these things and pushing school choice. We're going to do school choice, school choice, school choice. And even the Republicans that say it, the eventuality is they vote against it when it comes time to put rubber to the road. You think the Rockefeller indoctrination camps were bad? Well, that Rocker CCP fella going to be a whole different animal. Yep. And, and it, it, they're doing it the right way. I mean, China has done things like fund infrastructure projects for dams and electric uh, 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 pow electric power plants across the globe in, in third world countries. And so are countries that couldn't afford to have the kind of, inch, kind of in infrastructure, China is giving them uh, by way of funding, right? So these people are now uh, locked in uh, to basically... To China, which is going to create a power vacuum, which is going to lead back to them because these people are going to be completely dependent and reliant on the infrastructure that China 
I'm just giving it to you for free. It's okay. It's a humanitarian thing. I'm helping you. But the parts you need for your power plant, we'll sell them to you. Eddie, the Eddie. software, that we're going to teach it to you. That everything that you need run, everything in your infrastructure will be designed by, ran by, and replaced and worked on by China. What do you so think Eddie, that does? What percentage chance do you think there is that China are just such magnanimous benefactors, benevolent, just have the best interest of any country at heart with their secret police stations and their secret money seeding? Zero. Zero. Zero point zero. Well, if, uh, if the people in this country don't wake up, if the people who call themselves so-called uh, justice warriors, right, social justice warriors, people like uh, LeBron James, for instance, that lead people down the primrose path, and he's such an activist, but he kisses China's ass. He's kissed China's ass. Like, I, I, I would venture to say he's probably kissed. This dude, um, I, I, you know, remember when the NBA put out, I uh, 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 forget who it was, uh, put out the post about uh, standing with the people in the, in the protests in Hong Kong, and they literally... Uh, the NBA forced this man to issue an apology mm -hmm. oh, because yeah. the NBA now is largely funded by China. They buy so much NBA stuff. So, so the, they have their tentacles so far into the NBA that the NBA will apologize to just absolute horrid people. People who, for up until recently, practiced euthanasia who sell the body parts and the organs of prisoners who put the hospitals in the runways next to the prisons so they can harvest organs and sell them to the highest bidder. Yeah, I heard These... that LeBron does so much CCP butt kissing that at the end of the night, he has a special nurse to scrub the sickles off his tongue. <laughs> Have you ever seen the uh, LeBron James... Uh, 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 a caricature uh, as him as like a, 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 a Mao or anything like that. I have not. Oh man, this 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 is this is kind of kind of a funny deal here and uh, there. Oh. So so. <laughs> I, I have seen that. So I, I'm going to show you guys. I'm not going to keep you in suspense here. Um, it's 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 a funny picture, by the way. But here, let's. Let me let me throw it on the screen for everybody to see. Um, hilarious. So let's change his name from LeBron to LaHong. Yeah, let's see here. LaHong. LeBron win. Here we go. There it is. So there, there's LeBron. And, and people didn't depict him like this in this imagery uh, just now. I mean, th this is how people think of him. But... The, that's not the LeBron James that you hear about. That's not the LeBron James, you know, the one, the benefit, uh, the, the guy who set up the show, the wall, the game show, so people can win money for their family. Uh, this is not the guy who 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 goes and and and, and helps people impoverished who live in certain communities. Uh, you know, this you know this is the LeBron who attacks police officers uh, for saving the lives of children because the police officer had to. 
use his gun the way he was supposed to use his gun and then didn't issue the apology to the police officer after he did it uh, or the one who uh, uh, berated the police department uh, in Kentucky who for uh, shooting at Brittany Taylor, even though it was a no-knock warrant that was issued by the leadership down there of that police department, who who were also black, but he, he didn't state any of that. He, he simply started blaming uh, police officers who were simply defending themselves as they were taking their own slot of bullets. As a matter of fact, if the officer hadn't shot, the very large lady that was going berserk had a knife or something sharp in her hand about to stab somebody if that officer hadn't shot at the very time. Oh, you're talking about the first one, not the last one. So don't get it confused. We're not talking about the issue in Kentucky. He's talking about the kids uh, that were the one attacked the other with a knife and the cop had to shoot the one with the knife in order to save the other girl. Sad situation. The officer needed... Uh, uh, all kinds of like therapy and whatnot like that because he took a human life and he felt the pain of having shot someone and having to end a life early because he's human. These people who don't care about lives and who gets saved and who doesn't just so long as it's not uh, a cop shooting somebody in their community that they can exploit because that's what they do. These people, these Ben Crumps, uh, uh, Jesse Jacksons and Al Sharptons and they've been doing it for years. They go into these communities and they exploit people for their own benefit and their own gain to get fame. That's what they do. It's the same thing that BLM's doing. They go into these communities and they 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 kowtow like they're doing some type of humanitarian aid, but they're on, they only show up when it's like a white cop shooting a black person and when it's the drug dealers killing little kids and all kinds of terrible crime happening within their community. They ignore it. They ignore it. They're not there for the little girl who gets shot sitting in her bedroom doing her homework while two blocks away a drug deal gone wrong causes a shootout. And this happens all too often. It happens all too often and they're silent. Where are they at? You don't hear them. What, you hear crickets. Well, I got some crickets on here somewhere. I, I, I know I got some crickets. So I'm not sure where the crickets are. We're going to find the crickets. Maybe it's this. There is some damn cricket noises on there, man. I don't know where they're at, but I need some damn crickets. But yeah, they're nowhere to be. They're nowhere to be found. You, you don't hear from them. You don't see them. They get a ton of money. They they spread the wealth around amongst their family. They move into mansions and white communities, and you know they don't go rebuild the cities and the in the stores and help out the shop owners and you know uh, or, or pay for the funerals of people and that ended up deceased. In these situations that I just explained, they don't do it. They're they're not there. There was an organizer of BLM of the chapter in New York. One, because I want to give credit where credit's due. Uh, I disagreed with his politics vehemently, but at least he was using the funding that he received in his particular faction of it, which he said he didn't bow down or kowtow to the three women who started it as a Marxist organization, right? That's said he had said that had nothing to do with him. That's not why he's doing what he's doing. And he talked about uh, actually going into his community and actually helping some of the people in his community. But there was a lot or a ton, I should say, of other politics that he espoused that I, I, I can't get anywhere near. I, I wouldn't touch with a 10 foot pole. But, you know, the, these people, uh, they, they don't give the appearance of really caring about their community. They give the appearance of people 
who want to, uh, uh, they're pariah, right? That's, that's, that's the correct term, pariah. They, they are just Ponzi schemes built on illusionary conveyances. But you need a they're victim. scams. They're cons. You need a victim for it to work. You do. It, with no victim, the scam doesn't work. And, and in yeah. theory, they are novel and noble concepts. However, they just put a banner up that guilts people into having to support them just by sheer peer <laughs> pressure. That's right. But behind the curtain, it's nothing but another scam, con, Ponzi scheme. Uh, if I remember correctly, uh, some address of some headquarters didn't even exist. Five million dollars were siphoned off from the kitty. The list goes on and on. But when will people stop falling for it? Well, they'll stop falling for it when they stop benefiting from it. And they'll stop benefiting from it when this false sense of guilt is stopped being laid on this. You got two kinds of white liberals, right? You got the white liberal, uh, the one who continuously just wants to espouse this uh, white guilt. They're sorry. They're for you. They're against all them old whiteies. They, 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 they will take every opportunity to, uh, to, to essentially virtue signal, right? They want to get that social score a little higher. So they virtue signal uh, to no end. They wake up in the morning and think of ways over their Cheerios to virtue signal and to try to interpret anything or any action or any statement uh, around them as being something other than probably what it most likely is. And that's why, you know, they, they try to term all of these uh, little little idiosyncrasies as uh, microaggressions. So they try to turn everything into racism. Everything's racism. Is it raining outside? Racist rain. You know, it's this is this is how they this is this is what they actually do. And then you have the other white liberal who is th these people are predators. They know exactly what they're doing. What they're doing is they're pumping you up, putting a battery in your back feeding off of your victimhood and standing on your back to get a little taller they sound like they're your friend they're not your friend you are a stepping stone to power for them and malcolm x malcolm x uh, a guy who's probably would be no friend of most conservatives had a lot of conservative views <laughs> and, and and he said beware of the white liberal i mean he, he called him a wolf in sheep's clothing i had an entire a video that I think I played a few ago uh, where, where he's where he's saying these things but you know I digress these things all lead back to one thing and one thing only the only way to fix this country is to fix the education system and you can't fix the education system when the tentacles of communism has seeped its way into the classroom this needs to stop and it only stops when everybody stops seeing things as right and left and start seeing things as right and wrong. We can disagree on the whole political realm of how taxes should be paid and who, where, and all these things. We can disagree on those. We can be Republicans. We can be Democrats. Let's return to that. I'm all for it. But what we need to stop doing is putting our fingers in our ears and covering our eyes and going, la, 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 that's not true. I don't want to know about it. I don't want to hear it. Uh, orange man bad. Uh, and that's all you know, right? So that's what we need to stop. Breaking lunatic news. The American flag needs to change to blue only because white 
has been found racist is white privilege and red is racist native american so we're just going with the blue and that's that's really what it is guys if uh if you're wondering what i'm doing i have an ai camera and it's acting up so i am trying to set it there it is oh it didn't listen again so uh, it's an Insta360. I don't know if who's heard of these Insta360s, but oh my God, the things are amazing. The quality that you're seeing right here, that's this camera, and it's it's crisp. I love it. I absolutely love it. But uh, it reads your hand signals a little too easily sometimes. I'll just put my hand up, and it'll think I'm telling it to follow me. However, all right, back to what I'm saying. The uh, What we're going to see here is... Uh, an interview with the superintendent of that school system for the entire state of Oklahoma and his fight against uh, these communists. I mean, I, I mean, I'm really communists because it's China funding these things. And when you hear what he's telling you they're funding, your jaw is going to hit the floor because this is not propaganda. This is exactly what this man found, and this is not just going on there. Trust and believe. If it's going on here... It's going on in a town near you as well. Let's listen. To mind for me, and of course, welcome to Washington, D.C., I should mention. But what uh, kind of came into my periphery is your work regarding Confucius Institutes or alternate organizations which have taken over the roles of Confucius Institutes. And you're actually doing some pretty significant work over there. You know, it's, it's, it's pretty incredible. Uh, a few weeks ago, we found out that in one of our our largest school district, but also one of our least successful districts where we've got 88% of kids aren't reading on grade level. We have them taking money from the Chinese communist government and using it to further these Confucius Institutes, which are this learning that uh, for kids to say that the Chinese communist government is actually a very successful government. They actually censor what they can say about the Chinese Communist Party inside the curriculum. And so this is the Chinese government absolutely indoctrinating our kids, going around. They're now funneling the money through a nonprofit in Texas, so it's much harder to track. And so we're putting a stop to it in Oklahoma. I'm getting all the information around what was taught, what the curriculum was. But, you know, we want to sound the alarm bell on this. There's 25 other schools in the country that are doing this with K-12 students, and it's got to stop. So it's not... It's not hyperbole, people. We're not talking. Uh, we're not talking that uh, uh, this is what we think is happening or what might be happening. What's happening is your children are being indoctrinated by schools, and and they're funding the education or the re-education of Americans to be less American. And the people who should be standing up for your children are not. They're not standing up for your children. Nobody's standing up for your children in most cases. This man is a rarity. He's a rarity. And it's it's going to take a lot more of him to undo the damage that's been done in this country. If... You would look at the things that we see on the news or the things that we used to call apprehensible that we no longer do. The things that we've normalized, the behavior that we've normalized, that we've gotten away from any type of a value system or, or, or a, a moral compass. That You just throw that thing in a way, threw that on the floor and stomped on it. 
We have no no idea anymore what morality is. Life has become relative in the United States as far as morality or truth is concerned. People are waking up every day and creating or making up or thinking up their own truth and calling you crazy if you tell them, no, there's an actual reality and you might want to think about joining us there sometime. But they, this is this is not the world we live in anymore. This is not the things that they have normalized. Psychiatrists are telling children that they are the sex to which they aren't and affirming things like that. And then the medical community, who's supposed to have taken the Hippocratic Oath to do no harm, is uh, operating on little kids and doing sex change operations on minors. On minors, people. This is not the America I grew up in. Not the America I grew up in. They're trying to turn our kids into compliant little CCP puppets. Hey, viewers and listeners, please raise your hand if you want our children, our American Patriot children, to be turned into compliant little CCP puppets. I bet there's only one or two hands up, and it's people that are really high and misunderstood the question. <laughs> For real. For real. But it's funny, UC Berkeley hosted an event not very long ago where Chinese dissidents who were hunted down by the Chinese Communist Party, in many cases their families were killed, they risked life and limb to escape. They make it here and they want to go talk about the atrocities committed by communists and these dictatorships uh, and, and tell their stories. They, they, they are invited to speak at UC Berkeley. And you would think that people that have been victimized, targeted by their government, murdered uh, by a government who murders you based on whether or not you're a boy or girl and how many kids your family has, um, you would think talking about such just human atrocity would be something that would be a bipartisan issue that nobody could hate you for, right? You would think not, but not in Berkeley. In Berkeley, they put up all their posters, and they put up the posters and told them they were going to be speaking, got around campus what they were going to be speaking about and who they were going to be speaking against. You know that those little communist bastards ran around the campus removing all of the signs and ripping them down. This is They were protesting in for communism. They're, they're perpetuating communism. They're perpetuating the human atrocities that these people suffered. Now, I'm all for an America where you can believe in, uh, in whatever it is that you believe, right? Religious freedom. This is why this place was founded. But when your religion, and you could say it's of no religion at all. You could say you don't believe in God. Secularism is a religion too. And what I mean by that is your 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 cause, your your thing you're working toward, that whatever that is, that's your God. And if your if your God tells you to hurt that person, or it's okay that that person is hurt, and and, and your version of your freedom is your freedom is my oppression, what you do is you create a a, a culture in which it's either you or me. And then we have the divisiveness that we see right now today. I have a cure for all those little commies 
at UC Berkeley and any other college around the nation that are afraid of the American flag, go ahead and pick the CCP flag. We will start arranging exchange student fleet programs where we'll Go ahead and load a boat. That's right. We'll ship you over there. I will guarantee you, you won't even make it through week one until you have a reckoning. Oh, poop. Yep. I've been indoctrinated, and I like the American flag, and I want to be a patriot. There is no repercussions with any of that behavior, however, and that is something we're going to have to address. If... They don't see that they're racing toward their own enslavement. That they're trying to put themselves in chains. That anarchy is not freedom. It's chaos. It's disorder. And that's what they're teaching. That's what they're sowing into the American culture right now. And they're trying to make it to where being pro-America is a bad thing. We've seen videos of moms in, uh, a mom and her son uh, riding through a California town and the son getting off of his bike at one point because he sees an American flag on a man's lawn. The mom pulls the bike over with the son. The son gets off the bike and goes and grabs the flag and throws it on the ground and starts stomping it and tearing it. And the mom's watching it like it's a good thing. My God, you're lucky I wasn't my house and that She's wasn't my so neighbor. She's so proud of her little commie puppet son. We used to put communists in prison. And the reason why we do it and the reason I believe it should, we should definitely uh, uh, investigate them again is very simple. In order for communism or social, uh, socialism or Marxism to actually be enacted in the United States, you must first tear down the current system to build the new one. So, and in fact, if you are a socialist or a Marxist or a communist, you are a seditionist. Because you have to be anti-America to be that. You have to be anti-Constitution, Bill of Rights, amendments. You have to be anti-all of that. There's no free market. There's no personal ownership of anything in your world. You are, by definition, a seditionist. The only way you get what you want is if the United States doesn't exist in its current form. So these are the people telling us that we're bad. So if they, by chance, are telling you that you are such a bad person because this is what you believe, that means you're on the right path. Don't get beat down. Who cares if a liberal doesn't like you? I've been called conspiracy theorists by liberals. I've been called racist, homophobe, transphobe, you name it. It lets me know I've won the argument and they have no ability to stand on the issues, defend themselves, or, uh, or any of I like how Bongino says, you know who's afraid of liberalism? Liberals. Because every time you confront them with their liberalism, they, they don't want to hear about it. Like when they go to read these child books and the, 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 por the level of the pornography in it, like this uh, book, Gender Queer or All Boys Aren't Blue, which I featured the other day on the podcast as John Kennedy was reading through those books. The, the, the kid that was sitting there in front of him uh, didn't know how to defend it. So he talked around the issue. So did the superintendent. They... Uh, in other cases, in, uh, in Congress, when they started reading the book, they said, hey, hey that, that, we don't need to read that. We're on TV. Oh, so it's not okay to read in chambers on TV, but you want to put it in the child's libraries in the school. You know, right. this is their mentality. Right. These are the same people. Check this out. These are the same people who 
uh, uh, want to stand against your Second Amendment, who printed everyone's name in the newspaper in New York, in this uh, city or town, not long ago, in fact, that owned a gun. They put your name and address and everything because you had a re- you're a registered owner of a weapon in the newspaper. And then the liberal dumbass who did it hired armed security because they were scared. Uh, are you... Do you get it? Oxymoron. Do you get it? And uh, Ronald Reagan, President Reagan, said it best when he made the famous quote, if socialism ever comes to America, it will be under the guise of liberalism. That's right. Oh, boy. That's right. So we know now they are definitely trying to fund the education system. We spoke to that. And Trump tried to put an end to it. He tried. Listen. How did this, frankly, come to your attention? When did you realize this was still happening? Because under the Trump administration, there's quite a bit of action that was taken to reduce the number of Confucius Institutes in the country. Yeah, we had multiple groups uh, that had sound the alarm on it, that had found that this nonprofit in Texas was actually taking money from the Chinese Communist Party. And so then it began to be a tracing, well, where did, well, where did they send the money to? Well, well, what schools are still involved? And what do these programs look like? And so we had a lot of help on that, and then when it came to our desk, we were able to get the contract to see what the contract was with the nonprofit in China, and we began to look at all of this to see this is absolutely the Chinese party trying to undermine not only the view of America, it's communism's great, capitalism is bad, but it's also undermining our very institutions to try to talk about the Communist Party actually creating a valid government that actually benefits the Chinese people rather than our students should be hearing that capitalism is great. That's what made America great. What are the principles in America that allowed us to be exceptional? Not not only ignoring that, but to, to then say that the communist principles in China right now are actually beneficial. It's just outrageous. So there you hear it. This is exactly... So we ask, why in the world are they receiving the money from China and what they're giving China in turn for that money? That's what they're doing. They're re-educating your children right under your noses in these socialist, communist people who run your schools are allowing it to happen because they're getting funded by them. I mean, it goes deeper than George Soros, people. So much deeper than George Soros. The, the America is an inclusive country. America is a country people can come visit. You, everybody has opportunity here you don't have anywhere else. Anywhere else. But they hate that. So that's why they're able to come here and they're and able to do what they do because we're giving them there's so much freedom that we're willing to be ignorant to the things that we see that they're doing and they're too chicken shit to stand up and stop it. By the way, if there's any listener out there that's still a little on the fence and say why is communism really so bad? It's commune. It's sharing. Let me offer a creative definition of communism. Communism means that your government takes everything you have and then they will graciously give you a little bit of it back just before you're starving, croaking, dying. Reagan said, a government big enough to give you everything you need is a government big enough to take everything you have. When you allow yourself to be... uh, funded by propped up by so if all your food comes by way of the government if your rent gets paid by way of the government you buy your clothes and your health care 
all by way of the same government because you're not doing it yourself. You're a slave. You're a slave. I understand that people need help. I understand that sometimes we fall down. I have fallen. I have fallen on multiple occasions. But that kind of help should be available for a time, a slim, short period of time. Able-bodied people who can get out and work should not be sitting at home and receiving a paycheck for doing nothing. For doing nothing. Because these are the people that are voting these people in over and over and over again. It, it, it's not going to stop. But there is a provision in our Constitution that I think actually does apply, though I've never heard anyone actually apply it. It goes like this. They say, no taxation without representation, right? So if you, if you pay taxes, you're owed equal representation. But if you don't pay taxes by the re reverse, should you still have a say? I, I know that if, you know, back in the day, you know, a long day ago, it was like, if you went out and got a, a, a bottle of alcohol and you have your buddies, your college days or whatever, and they say, hey, and they go grab their cup, and they I got my cup. Hey, you didn't put in on this. You did not put in on this. So that's how I feel about people that sit home and get paid for doing nothing and think they're owed that and then expect to still have a say and still have a vote. No, you did not put in on this. They only want to tear down, destroy, cripple, cause chaos. That's all they want because they want to. It's if it's not that they want to start at the end. They they want they want to be rich. They just don't want to go through the steps that it takes to get to that position in life. They want to have a prestigious job, but they don't want to go through the steps they need to learn the trade and so forth in order to get that job. They want it to be handed to them. They want it to be owed to them. They want to start at the end. And this is the this is the attitude that's going to end up killing our country as we know it. Because when you don't have people willing to go out there and fight for your country because they just want to sit home and play PS4 or 5 or 6 or whatever the hell it is now. And, 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 and they're just, they just want to hang with their friends and, 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 I don't know, live in mom's basement and work at home, you know, doing surveys on the computer and whatever else dumbass way people try to do to try to just sit home and not have to go out into the real world and, and actually work hard and sweat if necessary in order to survive, to build something, to make something, to have an accomplishment, to have worked hard at something and look back and say, look what I did. You know how many people don't have the ability to say that because they've never done a damn thing. They rely on the religion of the lottery. Yeah, the lottery. And scratch tickets. And, and the Democrats. Santa Claus. Santa Claus, it's actually Satan in disguise. That's who it is. It's the devil in disguise. Offering you the world. Selling you right down the river and taking your soul. Now, what are they teaching in the school? We A brief little bit about what he said uh, they were teaching. But what are they teaching? Take a listen. The curriculum this is what we know. actually says all this. 
Yeah, the curriculum is, it's all positive about communist China. It's all, only positive things. There are things that are spelled out to say you cannot talk about these things. They don't want you to talk about the droughts, the famines. They don't want you to talk about the authoritarianism. They don't want you to talk about Tiananmen Square. So it's really clear that these are the positive things. This is what we talk about. These are the things you don't talk about. So it's not only in indoctrination, it's censorship. It is a, hey, when you study our history, you're going to cover it only this way. So that's what I call conditioning. That's conditioning. What you've done is you've normalized the behavior of the communist Chinese government. And they they teach it in such a way as sharing is good. And if the government did it this way, everybody could have it. We send all this money to these people, and they should probably just give it to you instead. And you shouldn't have to go out and pay for your education. And if you got a loan from the government to go and pay for your college, you shouldn't have to pay that back. You shouldn't have to do this. You shouldn't have to do that. Every, everything should just be taken care of. You should just be able to go home, drink red Kool-Aid, and watch reruns of Jerry Springer and sit on your couch. And the government owes you everything that they're going to give you. That's what that's what should happen. Yeah, that's it. No, nobody has to learn how to be the mathematician, the scientist, the mechanic, uh, the, the 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 engineer. Nobody has to learn how to do those things. No, 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 no. You can you can sit home. As a matter of fact, if you want to learn those things, I tell you what. Just go log on to an online course, and you can become that. And but you'll never actually go out and do it. Right, but you'll have these degrees and these certificates and these things. But by the time you go to use them, they're useless because the industry has then moved on. This has happened over and over again. I, as a technician uh, in my younger years, when I used to do that sort of thing, I remember people showing up uh, with all these certificates and degrees and whatever, and we essentially tell them, "Okay, great, you know, put them in your desk somewhere. I'm going to show you how it actually works for real." And that, I mean, that's the level to which uh, our education system is behind. And we're focused on all the wrong things, all the wrong things. If this is what they're teaching kids instead of real history, reading, writing, arithmetic, and trying to make our kids competitive on the world stage, not just in your neighborhood, but we have, we, our competitive edge in the United States has been unparalleled for God knows how long because we are innovators, we're free thinkers, but they're stealing the free thinking part from us. That's what they're doing. People aren't thinking of themselves as individuals and trying to strive, and there's no competitive edge. There's no competitive edge in communism. The government owns everything you do. Everything you are is owned by the government. So where's the competitive edge come from? Where is, where is that drive to do something better, to invent, to be an innovator? It's not there because I tell you, the reason why it's not there is because there's no benefit to the person doing it. There's no sense in working 80 hours a week to get a 20-hour paycheck. Why? I'm going to give you the bare minimum. And above all, you're not allowed to believe or worship God the Creator. No, because he's in competition with them. Which is absolutely absurd, of course, and which actually is starting to have me wonder... This whole precursor agenda of taking God out of the schools, is it possible that the CCP has been working with the powers that be, the Rockefeller doc indoctrination camp schedule, whatever? I mean, let's think about that. What if that was a precursor to pave the way 
for what is happening now to take God out of schools. We need a full investigation of the unions and and where their funding comes from and who they're funding and, and, and who they're really in business with and, and all of this. Because at the heart of most of these controversies and these issues, you're going to find the teachers union right there. And, and, and they don't want to lose their power, which is why they fight school choice so hard. And it's all about money and contracts. And also it's 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 really sad when it should be about the kids. It should just be about the education afforded to our children and not some pension fund and whatever other, you know, it, 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 who else benefits and how they benefit and who's who's elected where and all these sorts of politics that shouldn't be involved in your kid going to school and learning reading writing arithmetic and some history but listen listen to what the teacher what, the, what they said Tulsa public schools they denied the allegations and said quote Tulsa public schools does not receive money from the Chinese government and they claim that the Confucius program at Booker T Washington High School is actually just a professional development opportunity for a single teacher they state quote the teacher's salary and adopted instructional resources are fully paid for by Tulsa Public Schools. Yeah, I, I, I completely believe it, guys. I, yeah, they they were they're on the level, and um, if they if you think they're on the level, I got some property uh, on the moon, and uh, think you may be interested. So if you really believe that. These people aren't like professional liars at this point. You got your head up your ass. You heard what the superintendent just said before them. He detailed exactly what they were and were not allowed were not allowed to teach. Are right now currently this is his administration. He knows what's going on. He's already started settling scores. He's already started removing people and undoing some of these things. And this was their this was their uh, response to the comment. Hey, uh, why is this happening? And they straight lied to everybody. They lied. So if you really still believe these guys, you're either a part of it <laughs> or spy, 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 deny, 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 lie, 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 rinse, repeat. So here's a here here's uh, what he Great was question. actually hired you know? to do. Now, when he says that I'm going to get in here and I'm going to upend it, oh, he's not kidding. He's not kidding at all. Listen to what he does. I mean, listen to what he says. Uh, like I said, the guy is an absolute patriot. Going around the state of Oklahoma, I went to all every county in Oklahoma, and I heard the same thing from parents across the state that that you that you see across the country. We want an education system that puts our kid in a position where they've got every opportunity to be successful. We want them, I mean, they see what Joe Biden is doing to the country. They see the rampant inflation. And they go, look, my kid's got to be ready. They've got to be ready to get a job. They've got to be ready to understand what it means to be an American. They want them to be able to help put America back on the right track. And they also want them to develop those skills that are employable. And so what we went in as we looked at it is, Teachers unions were pushing parents out of schools. They wouldn't allow parents to have school choice. They didn't want parents to see what was being taught in schools. We then looked at these administrators that were coming in and pushing left-wing indoctrination on their kids and forcing it on their teachers as well. So we ran on a campaign of saying, look, we are going to take education back. We're going to put, hands, uh, put education back in the hands of parents. And that's what he's doing. And that's why I say he's a trailblazer and he's a damn patriot. The guys out there fighting... For what's right and what's good. And it's funny because they tried to label 
parents domestic terrorists for standing up against these things. And the FBI actually enforced these things. So when you take a look at the FBI, people like Christopher Ray, who were who was previously employed by the CCP, um, and, and all these pro-China, uh, uh, seemingly pro-China decisions that are made by this administration, um, and, and so many other just things where you're like, are, are, is he the president of our country? Are they working for us? Or are they working for them? It's really, really, really hard to tell these days. And it goes right through our government and through the union, and through the teachers' union, rather. And, 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 and nobody has a, a good answer. And instead of getting an answer, you get shut down if you get too close. They don't even have the conversation. It's a no-comment situation. And it, it, what we can tell. As I said on other episodes, you hear me say this analogy all the time. If I see you get the bread, flour, milk, eggs, I, you know, I, I, or I mean, excuse me, the milk, the flour, eggs, all that kind of stuff, and I, you, I, I don't see the cake, but I know there's a cake because I see you just got all the ingredients for said cake. And just because I don't see the cake, I, I know what you're doing. You're making a cake. So that's what this is. You, you're, you're watching your children get indoctrinated, uh, and we're standing by idly, and th- it just needs to stop. There is no more neutrality, folks. Hey, Brandon, it seems to us, to we the people, the patriots, that you have made a promise to the CCP to turn the home of the brave into the home of the slave. And all of us patriots in our microcosm and macrocosms need to do everything in our power to make him disappoint the CCP. We will not become the home of the slave. No, thank you. Uh-uh, uh-uh. And this is, this is precisely why I think he is the Manchurian candidate. Isn't that what Donald Trump Jr. called him when we, was, when yeah. we, when we went and saw him? Yeah. He, he called him the Manchurian candidate, right? And, and, and it, 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 the guy probably cannot make his own decisions. You've heard him, you know, turn everything that he said previously on its head. The things he used to say, he says the opposite of now, and he lies like you and I breathe, and it, it's not a thing to him. He has, he's a sociopath. Literally a sociopath. He has no conscience at all. Zero conscience. And in in an immense ability to just spew bullshit and be unfazed by it, get caught in a lie, come right back on TV the next day and tell the same lie again, just as convincing as you told it the first time you were busted for telling it, but you don't care. Because it doesn't matter because the media is going to stick up for you and anyone who tries to say anything bad about you, they're just going to be on that anti-anti stuff. So if you are anti-Biden, you must be pro-Trump or anything. You can't just not like Biden because he's a dumbass grifter who is selling out his country uh, for favor uh, for political favors done by foreign for foreign nationals who worked uh, alongside of Obama to pull this stuff off. Who got so many millions from Ukraine, uh, 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 Romania, uh, uh, China, and Russia. He sat right on the stage next to uh, President Trump and denied getting $3.5 million from the uh, mayor of Moscow's wife, when in fact it was very, very true. And he, and he was able to lie without batting an eye. Just, ugh. It kills me. It just, it just, 
You ever get somebody that just lies so much, you just wish you could tie them down and burn them with cigarettes and tell you, tell you the truth? God, just come on, tell the truth. For once in your damn life, tell the truth. It, does legacy mean anything to these people? They're in a place where they can make history. Like, they, they're, they're actually in a position to do something about it, to be history. And they're using it for their own gain. They don't care about you or me. They care. They treat us like peasants. They talk to us like we're idiots. And it, with the reason why they get away with it is because their side of the aisle are made of a bunch of useful idiots who don't question anything they say and they go along like good little brainwashed communists. And it, it's, it, it's sad. You just can't save them. They just can't see the forest for the trees. They don't care. They just don't care. So we talked about what what uh, what the curriculum is that they're being taught. And now the superintendent is saying that they're suing. Well, here, I'll let him tell you. I'll let him tell you. Right. So we passed universal school choice in the state. That was something that I was unapologetically pushing for. That was a top priority of my administration was to allow every parent to choose what school they go to, no matter if that's a public school a private school, a Christian school, a charter school, but more options does, does several things. But number one, it puts the parent back in charge of their kid's education. But number two, it creates this competitive environment where schools compete for kids, they compete for outcomes, and so it drives educational success. So we were able to get that done so, so that every parent has that choice, but then we've also bolstered it by helping get new charter schools in the state. So we've got a new uh, classical learning academy that's a charter school in Tulsa that I, I was very excited to get kicked off last week. And then we've got a Catholic charter school that's the first religious charter school in the country in Oklahoma. But the far left is fighting us. They're suing me on all these different initiatives to try to stop parents from having more choice. And there's a very good reason why they don't want school choice or vouchers or anything like that to apply to religious schools. They don't want your kid to learn about God. They're in competition with God. God God is their competition. In, in a socialist dictatorship, the government's God. That's what they are. And you're just a worker bee, a breather, an eater. A, you're nothing. You're a peasant. Uh, the teacher's union doesn't want that school choice. And, and, and I'll let him tell that again. But we already know this because in, in a world where there's choice, tyrants don't have power. Listen. You know, so, I, so it's several, several things. Uh, one is that school choice actually undermines teacher's unions because teacher's unions, they want your kid in a public school because they want to take part of a teacher's paycheck to further their coffers. So teachers unions do not want kids to go to a charter school. They don't want kids to go to a private school. They don't want kids to be homeschooled because they're about power and how they get power through attaining money from, from teachers. So that's number one. Number two, they continue this myth of the separation of church and state, meaning that they usually use that phrase to weaponize the state against religious institutions. So in this instance, we have criteria for what makes a successful charter school. And the, the left, and frankly, even some Republicans have said, well, we can't let a, we can't let a Catholic school uh, apply to run one of these uh, organizations. And we go, well, here's the criteria. You telling a religious institution they can't is actually persecuting them. Why would you not allow everyone to be involved in creating high-quality schools for our kids, which, which gives more kids a better education? But you see left-wing ideology at play here when they don't want choice, 
and they do not want religious institutions involved in, in working with our kids. And like I said, it's very clear why. They're in competition with God. They, in, in a communist country, um, you know, even when you go to a church in a communist country, usually in church, right, Jesus' picture is the one you see on the wall up behind the, the, the preacher, pastor, whoever, reverend, whatever, minister. And not in a communist country, you don't. In a communist country, you see the emperor's picture because nobody hold is held in higher esteem than him in the communist country. And and they think of their, their people as useful idiots. Karl Marx used to do this thing. He had a demonstration. He had chicken, right? And he was throwing feed down for the chicken. And when he was throwing the feed down for the chicken, the chicken would follow him. And every now and again, he'd just reach down and he'd yank out a bunch of feathers right out of the chicken. It would scream in pain. And then he would throw down more food. And the chicken would continue to follow him because he says, as long as you feed him, they'll yep. do whatever you say. Yeah, if it's gradual. Basically, the metaphor was that as long as it's gradual and as long as the chickens became dependent... And for each pain they experienced, they had a little chicken scratch. Somehow, they would end up going to the end of the line completely naked, not even noticing. Very perturbing. Like the frog in the warm water, right? And then next thing you know, it's boiling. People that are waiting for this revolution uh, or civil war or whatever they think it's going to be um, to start, well, if you're waiting for it to start, idiot, look around you. It's already started. The government's weaponized law enforcement against people who believe in the Constitution. In fact, at one point stating that people who cite the Constitution are radicals. Your children are being indoctrinated by money given to the uh, education system in the United States by China, uh, communist China. The 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 radicals are going into jail and getting out without bail funded by people in the democratic party Kavanaugh was almost assassinated because they didn't want to enforce federal law that stated people are not allowed to protest in front of supreme court justices homes they don't enforce the law to people on their side of the aisle they themselves are exacerbating issues to make them bigger so they get more power and more recognition and they put the battery in the back of these radicals and stand by and throw gasoline on the fire when these people are doing illegal actions such as the ones who burned down the police training facility while they, they were trying to build it in Georgia the Antifa guys show up and they start throwing Molotov cocktails at it and everything else it's all it was all over social media. You know, they may have had their face covered or whatever, but I guarantee you that there's a camera somewhere that can look at your eyes and tell you exactly who you are. Run right through facial recognition across the Internet, across Facebook, and every social media post, and every picture, and I guarantee you with just a photo of your eyes, the eventuality is they're going to find out who you are and what your identity is. Except for, you know what? They didn't do that. I don't. I can't think of anyone from Antifa who's ever been arrested. Riots, looting. I, I mean, a, a murder. I, I, I'm sure. Um, uh, 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 I, I can't say no one's been arrested for the murder, but I know, like, 
in the chop zone, a kid was murdered, and no one got into that chop zone to pull that dead kid out of there for like two days. The mom and dad seen it, and they were yelling at people supposed to be up there uh, protesting in, in favor of the black community. Meanwhile, a, a young black man lie dying in the midst, and they did nothing because that's not what it's about. That's not what it's about. It's not about helping humanity or mankind or, uh, uh, you know, uh, fostering a brotherhood uh, between men and women and, and, and just trying to make the world a better place. It's not what it is. It's only about tearing it down. It's only about chaos. It's only about destruction. That's what it's only about. But what they don't know is they're being used. And once it is destroyed, once the chaos does ensue, and if fighting ever does start, the moment that that happens, the trap's been set. And here they come in force from every direction. And holy shit, what are you going to do then? All this liberation you thought you were fighting for, this revolution that you thought you were going to upend everything and that you were going to make the country over your image, it's not. The people who put the battery in your back and, 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 and agitated you into being radicals to do their bidding for them are going to come as soon as it's all said and done and put you in chains like the rest of us. You are an idiot of the highest kind. It's it's sad, and there's just nothing you can do about it, and you can see it happening, and it's just like that person. You ever had to try to tell someone, uh, give somebody advice on something you absolutely knew they shouldn't do, and they just don't want to listen to you? Absolutely. Every time. It, and it, it's without fail. Now, the, he's actually doing his job and stating, you know what, we got to have standards. And if you don't meet those standards, we're getting rid of you. So li listen to what he did. Um, and then continue to drive from our agency the belief that we have high expectations that our schools will perform. Our, our, our lowest ranked school, again, <laughs> I demanded the superintendent resign. And she did. Because they were so terribly performing for our kids that we said we have got to hold them accountable and create a real plan and show growth in it, not, and not a five-year plan or a seven-year plan. We have to see dramatic increase in performance within the school year, and that's our expectations. We're clearly um, holding schools accountable to that. So, yeah. I mean, you have to. If anybody else goes to a job and they don't do that job, they get fired from that job, right? This is basic. If you are in a union, a if you are in the teacher's union, and you don't, don't perform up to snuff, they can't fire you. Why? You have tenure. You're in the union. And you're protected. And as such, you get away with you just being subpar, barely making it, and in some cases not making it. And it's not about them. If you have kids and you send them to school, don't you want your children to have a fighting chance later on? Why is it that you, you people complain and bitch about constantly about people in the upper uh, class neighborhoods and such having being forwarded education that their kids can't because they don't have this and they don't have that, but then they keep voting these same people into the teachers union who keep on espousing these types of uh, uh, beliefs and, and substandard uh, education on your children, and you don't see the connection between your political affiliation and the people you vote for and 
your greed by voting for them and how it ends up affecting you negatively. You can't put two and two together and say, yeah, I, I, I might be voting for the guy that continues to give me my entitlements, but as a result, the, my community and everything I am suffers and my children suffer as a result and most likely because of my unwillingness to actually go out and make something of myself and be somebody this is going to be cyclical so your kids are going to end up being a part of the same system that you are and doing the same things that you're doing generation after generation after generation and you won't go any further than the city block that you're from that's exactly what's going to happen i know i've seen it uh, from baltimore and and you can go back to my neighborhood today and i guarantee you you're going to find some people, some people are very upstanding citizens. That's where they've been their whole lives. That's their family house, and that's where they're going to be. They're older. I'm not talking about the people who choose to be there because that's their home. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the people that are there because they can't be nowhere else. That's, that's, that's where they got to be because they can't afford to be anywhere else. Their aspirations only took them as far as the corner. That's who I'm talking about. And that, those people are the source of most of our problems because they're the ones who complain the most. They're the ones who think they're owed everything. And listen to what the left does. When you start doing your job, calling them out and pushing people to do the job they're supposed to do, how does the left react when that happens, when you threaten their power? Let's take a look. So I, know I, I need to ask about this. There's actually a state rep that's seeking your impeachment, from what I understand, for this work that you're doing. How, what's, how do you react to this? You know, uh, I'm not surprised. Uh, the left, anytime you see a, a conservative step in and, and really take on the issues of where the left knows is the core of their control, they want to control the education system. They want full control because they know that if they control our schools, they can literally create a next block of voters, a bunch of social justice warriors to further their end goal. And so when I take them on directly and say, listen, I, I, I do not support teachers unions. As a matter of fact, I'm going to dr dramatically pull back their control. I'm going to get this indoctrination and all this left-wing activism out of our schools. I'm actually going to hold schools accountable and allow parents to leave underperforming schools. Well. This is where the Democrats get their money from, is these teachers' unions. That's where their, their activists are. And so it's literally a direct assault on their end goal. So I, it does not surprise me. But, uh, you know, I'm not deterred uh, from the fight. Uh, I'm going to continue to fight for Oklahoma parents. I'll never back down from that. So, frankly, when you see these radical leftists do these type of stunts, it tells me that I'm right over the target and, and that I need to keep going. That's exactly right. When the liberals hate you, you're on the right path. I mean, what good are you if you and the devil agree on anything, right? So when they're calling you a racist and a homophobe and that sort of thing for calling out wrong behavior or for having a standard or for caring about children or for any of the things that they seem to want to flip around to mean some other hateful thing, know that you're over the target, just like he said. Keep pushing. Stay on the path. They don't want us to know that we outnumber them, and we outnumber them by quite a bit. It's a lot, too, folks. They have the camera zoomed in on a small amount of people within our country, a very small group. And they try to make you think that there are more of them than there actually are. And they have the news and the media and the papers and everything else all around you to create this illusion that you're cornered. And what choice do you have? And what difference can you make? You're only one person. You're not. 
You ever hear that uh, song by Aaron Lewis called Am I the Only One? And that's it, right? We all ask that question. Am I the only one? You're not the only one. You're not the only one. There are many of us around. But, folks, I'm telling you, the, the days of being quiet, keeping to yourself, holding your own beliefs and living and let live in and all that other dumbass shit, it's got to go away. It's got to stop. And, and I'm not saying that you should take away someone else's freedom or their choice. You're missing the point. What I'm saying is when people espouse ideas that are dangerous for you in, the, in your community, your, in your country, and whatever else, it is your mandate and your right to stand up and disagree with them publicly because you do not know who else is hearing what they're saying and whose life you may be altering for eternity, for that matter, right? So when you hear people say stuff like, uh, 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 abortion is pro-choice or that's not a baby or uh, uh, they don't see anything wrong with males showering in the female restroom or going to the restroom with your mom, daughter, mother, wife, whoever it, it may be. When you see pe when you hear people say, uh, why can't people just uh, uh, think to be whatever they want to be? If they want to be a girl, they can be a girl and they can do this. When you remove the standard, when you remove reality, when everything becomes a shade of gray, when reality becomes no more than what your feelings are, that opens Pandora's box and you can't close that again because what happens to the kids that are you know, 9, 10, 11, 12 years old that say they want to be a girl or a boy. And then the mom or dad fosters that because the state says they must or else it's child abuse. It's happened already. So the age of consent is now grayer because the kid who can't pick his own bedtime can turn around and say, I'm a girl. And you got to do what I say to do. And you got to take me to the doctor. And you got to take me to gender affirming care or counselor paid for by your insurance or the government's, whichever, uh, so they can experiment on your kid. Essentially, there has never been a successful sex change operation performed ever to this date ever in the whole history of ever. There's not been one person who's been operated on who's a male, and then when the operation is done, he's a female. Not even one. Not even one. Speak up, speak up wherever you go. You will be surprised. Whether it's a gas station or at a grocery store, speak up, speak up. But you will find out very quickly. People will want to give you high fives or hugs because they're going to be like, oh, I thought I was the only one that feels that way. No, don't subjugate yourself to the psyop. These are psyops that give you the impression that you're supposed to be tight lipped. No, speak up wherever you go. You will find unity wherever you go. When, when reality is, is not, when what's true and what's real, it becomes relative. That means people can change reality. And then if you don't want to go along with the reality that they've chosen, then they shame you for it. And, and that's not what America is. America is, uh, is a picture of a sheep, right, or lamb, right? Lamb, lamb is at the voting booth. And it's surrounded by wolves. Except for in our republic, the lamb has a pistol. That's a republic. Let's briefly go back to this gender mutilation thing. So, as a comedian, I say, when I was a first grader, I didn't trust myself not to make a mud sandwich. And eat it! Oh, 
So you don't want me to get a tattoo because it's too permanent, huh? But you want to butcher little Johnny's gender and mm-hmm. turn him into little Jill? All right, let's follow that lunatic narrative. That means you need to give a six-year-old the entitlement to be able to get a gun permit, to shoot a machine gun, to go into war, to get a mortgage, to buy a house, to buy a car, to smoke cigarettes. Are you insane? And by the way, I don't care if you're a nurse or a doctor. If you want to touch a little kid's gender, you're a pedophile and you need to go down as a pedophile. Period. No medical exemption. There is a lot to be said for people who, for some reason, feel the need, feel the, even, to even feel the need to have to have these conversations uh, with, with, with a minor. Like, why in the world does it matter? It's never mattered. You can absolutely tell at this stage of the game that it's the kids they're after. And, and this is what they're doing. They used to make jokes. They made parody it's songs. Saying, yeah. They made parody songs about we're coming after your kids. We're, we're coming after your kids. They're not joking, people. They're literally coming after your kids. It's not a joke. If you don't stand up for your children, if you don't do what's necessary and damn the consequences and damn what people think of you for doing it, if you don't do that, uh, how in the hell are you going to look at yourself? So it's the last 10 seconds of your life, and you're sitting there and you're reflecting on how you lived your life, and, and, and did you do the right thing by the right people the right way, and, and, and can you look yourself in the mirror in that last little bit and uh, and be proud of the life that you lived. Um, I couldn't. I couldn't. I tell you that much. I couldn't do it. Uh, if I sat back and did nothing, and it's not my business why this kid's being indoctrinated. It's not my business why these people manipulate and indoctrinate your little boy into thinking he's a little girl. If I did nothing, I'm part of the problem. What did uh, I, I quoted this several times, but uh, uh, Dante. The hottest circles of hell are reserved for those who remain neutral in in face of a moral crisis. That is absolutely true. There is no more fence riding, no more neutrality. You absolutely must stand up and say something and do something right now because if not, stop complaining, shut up, sit on the sidelines, and let someone else who will do. Will the real caring patriot please stand up? I like that saying. Please say- stand up. I like that saying. Uh, 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 lead, follower, get out of the way, right? But but do something, right? You know, if, if patriots, you have to do something. Your nation's at risk. It's not just the school system; those are the future. I hate to sound like some Whitney Houston cliche, but the children are our future for real. And it it, it doesn't stop at the grade level; it goes on the college and so forth. But you know when it stops? When you want it to. When you stop ignoring it and allowing just the, the school system to do whatever they want and just assume they're doing the right thing. And as a parent, you don't question, you don't show up, you don't go, you don't check the lesson plans, you don't look in the library, you don't quest, you don't do anything and you just suspect, oh, it's school, that's what they do, they got it, they know what they're doing. If, you, if you're not intentional about your kid's education and what's actually happening in there, then you're not going to know. And that's how they've gotten this far. There's something magical God endowed us all with. Instinct. 
Mm-hmm. And yes, it is through the pineal gland, which is also referred to as the third eye given to us by God. And yes, a lot of us know by now that it's being calcified from decades of fluoride in the water that's been poisoned since 1945. And it's also, uh, uh, fluoride is also the main ingredient in most uh, 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 antidepressant medication. And fluoride, and, ladies and gentlemen, to put it in perspective, fluoride can actually disintegrate cement. You think your body is more resilient than cement. No. Go ahead and learn, look into it. There are three brands of toothpaste. Uh, am I allowed to say brands? Yeah, you can, yeah, well, well we got, you can just use uh, uh, baking well, soda. Well, just look. You can yeah, just use but, baking but soda. But look on the label. There are fluoride-free toothpaste. A uh, little anecdote about uh, how the mass fluoridation of the water supply happened. And this is another psyop. So in 1945, the government came out with the great slogan, you got to drink eight cups of water a day. Guess what the year was. This was in 1945. Guess what the year was where they started mass injecting fluoride into the water supply. Go for it. 1945. Hmm. Yeah. Direct correlation. Well, folks, that's it for this episode of the Patriot Fair Podcast. If you like hanging out with Jerry and I, uh, coming up here in about a month, and we'll t- tell you when the date has been settled for the event, we will be doing a live event here in Vegas. We'll give you the address, place, time, everything. Uh, you can come hang out with us. We're going to have a bunch of friends and uh, just going to have a good time. Uh, some folks from the Epic Times are going to show up. Um, we're going to have a lot of friends. I think Chris Ruda is going to be there with us as well. Uh, you enjoyed him on the podcast where it talked about him being the first person in the world to get the Trump tattoo mugshot, uh, mugshot tattooed on him rather. Uh, and, uh, shout out Vegas Vic, the guy who did it. But, uh, as usual, Patriots, the silent majority, you need to stop being silent and stand your ground. We'll see you next time on the Patriots prayer. You guys have a good night.